You know what I love? Movies. They're the best thing on earth. You can watch them, they can be three hours long, and they can be an hour long. Or if you're that one person that did like a 30 day long documentary, I don't know who did that. But you know what I don't like about movies? How long it takes for you to share your opinions on them. I have a bunch of DVDs right next to me. And the first time I ever tried to do this podcast episode, I ended up dying of thirst. Alright, hello and welcome. This is episode one. Welcome to the Bite Size Podcast. The Bite Size Podcast with some big dreams. And for this fabulous first episode, I'll be reviewing my DVD and Blu-ray collection as of April 2021. Before we start, my name is Tig, but you can call me Duo. I'm your host, so get used to this beautiful manly voice. Uh, let's begin. A is for Alien. Alien, the franchise, not just the movie. Alien is a really solid, sick, slick horror film. It's a great beginning for this franchise. I really like it. But Aliens, though. Aliens is by far my favourite. It's my favourite sci-fi action horror movie of all time. I love it. It's filled with likeable, colourful characters. It's filled with unlikable characters that it just works so well when they die. And I'm a little frustrated with the writers of Alien 3 for ruining the perfect ending this movie had. Next up is A Million Ways to Die in the West. I'll skip this one as I just haven't seen it and I just and it just looks very mediocre, so I just don't want to see it. Um, next up is the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I love these movies. Alright, the first, third, and seventh ones are great. I put them together as a trilogy and call it the Nancy Thompson trilogy because Heather Langenkamp plays Nancy and that plays like a full-on trilogy. I'm a big fan of like all these movies. I'll all give them good reviews. Now we have the other ones. The second one has some interesting themes in it, as it's got a re- got some very interesting themes. I'll just say that. I'd I would want to put it in another episode if I ever studied the themes it had, but right now I'd rather just not go into it full depth because I've got a lot a, a lot a lot of films to do. Um, Threddy's Dead is the worst of this franchise, and I'm pretty sure I want to microwave the disc. The fourth film is extremely average, and the fifth film is just bad. But Freddy's dead. Mm, I want to burn it. Uh, next is The Avengers. This is the phase one finisher of the MCU, and it's great. Although I enjoy other MCU films, this is a great beginning to The Avengers and their journey, which eventually ends in Endgame, but we're beginning in Avengers 5 for some reason, so um, technically it's not the end. What? We are now in the B section, and B stands for Back to the Future, which is the best trilogy of all time, in my humble, humble opinion. I love time travel. I love sci-fi. What is in there to love? <laughs> Back to the Future 3 was kind of bad. Please shut up that voice that is very annoying and definitely wasn't done by me. I really like Back to the Future Part 3. All these sequels are solid. Back to the Future Part 2 has a bit of a dip, as I think that it just makes this... One choice that frustrates me a bit too much, and it has, a, and I feel like the plot juggles way too much it can handle. Meanwhile, my problem with Back to the Future Part Three is that it's trying, it's handling too little for a final film. Uh yeah, it's but the original Back to the Future is one of my favorite movies, so I cannot deny that I love these films a lot, and I highly recommend them. Go check them out; they are genuinely amazing movies. You know what? In 2020, it wasn't a great year for movies. 
But one of my favourites was Bill and Ted Face the Music. Although it wasn't perfect, I found the start a bit rocky, and it just didn't fully recapture the original of the classic original two. But I still love this film. I would have rewatched it soon, and I definitely agree. Watch it; it's really fun. I've, it's a definite buy. I have it on DVD. I got that the day. I also got the Alien movies. Fun. All right. Next up is um, Bingo. He's more hip than humanly possible. Let's just not talk about this one. Have you ever wanted to watch a spy movie that looks like your camera is having a seizure? Wait, really? Oh, that was a joke, but okay. Well, the Bourne movies are for you. Being serious, I actually really like these movies. I didn't love Bourne Identity, though. I But once I finished Supremacy, I got fully into this franchise and do consider it some of the best spy thriller films. And believe me, Bourne Ultimatum is its peak. Overall, I'll give Bourne Supremacy a B+, and Bourne Ultimatum an A-, because they're great films. Uh, Born Identity would be like a B minus overall for me. Yeah. Next up is a movie about people eating breakfast and talking about it. Sort of like a book club. The Breakfast Club. Oh wait, wrong description. Alright, here's the actual description. I'll do it in a dramatic, sad voice to sort of describe how people act like this movie is. I have not seen it though. At the start of the day, they did not give a damn about each other. But at the end of the day, they unleashed their souls upon each other. Yeah, I, I really haven't seen this movie. A lot of people love it. So, I'm sure I will like it if I watch it, but I don't plan to watch it because, um, despite me being a movie person, I'm too lazy to put one on and I'm busy watching Sharkboy and Lava Girl with my mates. <sighs> is this what I've come to? Yeah. I know this is a good movie. I mainly know about it because Texas Chainsaw Massacre do parodies the post in a pretty funny way. Yeah. Next is Breaking Bad, a show about an old man who starts off as a teacher and then becomes a drug kingpin. What the hell is this show? That's all I know about this show. And the fact that there's 9.5 out of 10 on IMD with million reviews praising it, I'm pretty sure I owe it a watch soon. But my dad has said that. He just he says it's not as good as everyone says it is. Which I can probably see as I see like I Everyone's like, oh, the porn identity is the best in the franchise. And I'm just like, I don't like it that much. Um, Next is Bridesmaids. A movie so traumatizing that I turned it off at the start. Mainly because of how traumatic that opening is. My mum has never let me pick a, mo a comedy for movie night ever again. The C-section is quite short, but the film that is going to be mentioned has a really funny backstory. Charles Play 2019 is a film, and I'll explain it to you. It was Christmas, and one of the films I wanted was Charles Play 1988. I was I wanted Charles Play 2, but that was on Blu-ray, and um, I suffer from a disease called um, 13, and saving up for something that isn't a Blu-ray player, so I did not get Charles Play 2. Uh, yeah, I got, I wanted 88, because I still like 88, but instead I got the remake, which is okay, like, um, the cast is great, the acting's really fun, the, Mark Hamill is, I feel like is the perfect contender for Brad Dorff, but I'm likely to put on Child's Play 2 or Child's Play 1 over this, but I will be getting the Chucky box set this year, so I owe this film a bit, because I'll probably have to get two copies of Child's Play 1988, which is just dumb. D is for nothing. I do not own any films starting with D. I guess you could say D is for diversity in letters. Huh? Huh? I, I made a joke. I'm funny, guys. The crowd stays silent, listening to Ty and wondering why this 13-year-old child is trying to be funny. E is for Evil Dead. One of my absolute favourite movies of all time. This is a movie I have a big soft spot for. Because I really like horror 
And this is one of the first horror movies I ever saw. I know, like, that's why I'm like, oh, you shouldn't be watching Evil Dead 2. The Evil Dead and the, and the Evil Dead remakers and stuff that I should have been watching for a first time. This is a horror comedy. It's incredibly low budget. Um, it's slapstick free Stooges style. That's basically it. So I don't really see why it's such a big deal that I'm watching this. It feels like the original or the remake, I completely understand, but this is just a film that is goofy, it's fun, and I just do not see anyone. It's like, oh, it's sinful against young eyes. Um, it's a movie that embraces its B-movie feel. It's hilarious. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It is just an absolutely awesome film to watch. It is so fun. It's one that I'm definitely going to put on during October. F is for Freaky. The 2020 horror comedy I keep trying to watch with my mum, but a certain sporting event known as football keeps making it impossible to watch TV. I know you're listening, Dad. G is for nothing, as I do not own any film starting with G, just like D. H is for Harry Potter and literally every random title you can think of. I really like these movies, my personal favourite being Prison of Azkaban. My least favorite is Half-Blood Prince, which I'll discuss later on once I do a full ranking of the series once Fantastic Beasts 3 released. I also sort of want to know if Crimes of Grindelwald is good, because I have not seen it yet, and I just heard it's the worst one yet. So, yeah. H is for The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey, which a lot of people say isn't as good as Lord of the Rings, but it's still good, so um, maybe I'll check it out. It's a prequel to Lord of the Rings, by the way. Hot Fuzz is my personal favorite movie on this list. As I was thinking of popping it on today because I was like, I want to watch a fun movie. And like, Hot Fuzz comes to mind because I just love this movie so much. It's, it might be my favourite movie of all time to be honest. It gets stuck because um, there's some other films on this list though. Like, H is for The Hunger Games 1 and 2. Something that I know that some family members of mine really like. One of them does at least. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. I know that you really like these movies because you... You're a big fan of them, and you, you're trying to get me to read the books now. I will not say the name, as I think they would. I would ask permission. So um, you know who you are, and love you. Um, Eyes for Inception, my favorite movie of all time. It's perfect, just perfect. It's sort of in the running with Hot Fuzz because I really like both these films a lot. Inception is a much more thought film. It's not as like comedic and gory as um Hot Fuzz. But you sort of have to think, see, what is dream, what is reality? And, you know, there's a big mystery. Is it a dream or is it a reality? And I really like it. The ending is such a nice cliffhanger. It's like one that you, you get to figure out yourself. J is for Jodfers and Jumanji. The Jodfers references is to my sister, who will eventually appear in an episode. Uh, she is a horse riding fan, so I just mentioned Jodfers. Now to, now to an actual movie, Jumanji. Jumanji is a classic that somehow only has 53% of Rotten Tomatoes. I really don't like critics sometimes. K is for nothing at all. I need some movies starting with K just like G and D. L is for Lord of the Rings, aka the second best trilogy of all time. Fellowship is a fantastic beginning. Even though it starts off a bit slow, it quickly gains its pace once you get to the battles of dragons and trolls. Two Towers somehow is even better. And then Return of the King is one of my absolute favourite movies. It is just so good. Uh, next up is The Lost Boys in the L section. One of my favorite horror movies. I've only seen it once, but I remember really liking it a lot. I know that my mum and dad love this movie so much. I think it's because um of the boy and the girls in it. Seriously, 
My mum says that she wanted to be the girl when she was younger, and my dad says something. I also know it because Alex Winter plays a vampire, and I'd watched the Bill and Ted trilogy recently, the first time I saw it, and I was just like, hey, it's it's te Ted. What is he doing there? <laughs> Aim is for money, monster. Which I haven't seen, and it just doesn't look great, in my opinion. It just looks like a generic thriller with big name stars, so I don't really want to check it out. Of course, who knows, it could be one of the best things I've ever seen. Uh, email anotherbyteideas at gmail.com for your feedback and ideas. So if you, you might want to say, actually, Money Monster is actually a really good thriller and I liked it. I'd love to hear that. Or if you're like, yeah, Ty, your, your idea is right. It is generic. I'd really like to hear that. I love getting feedback. N is for nothing because I do not own any films with N. And you're starting to think, what is this kid doing? He's literally no diversity for this. O is for the British Office, seasons 1, 2, because two, there's only two seasons. I've heard a lot of good stuff about it. Like, I think my family prefers it over the American, which is a big leap, because the American is one of the most beloved comedies of all time. I Yeah, so that's interesting. P is for Parks and Rec, season 1 to 3. Alright, I love Parks and Rec, but the first season is really bad. Because, like, it just feels like a bootleg version of the American office, you know. The hyperactive boss that, you know, sort of makes... That thinks everyone loves it, but everyone's sort of annoyed for it, except, you know, it's a girl. The serious stone-cold guy, which I'm starting to think... I don't know what Ron's based off. Ron's sort of the most unique character we got for a while. You know, all the characters weren't exactly unique there. Like, you know, there was the cocky jerk. There was, you know, the... Emo teen, there was like a sassy black lady that doesn't actually no, never mind. Forget that part because Donna doesn't really get a role into um Yeah, never mind. Oh, you got the guy that everyone makes fun of. Luckily they developed these characters so much better. Season two is a bit of an improvement, but it's okay still. But luckily it does the best choice of removing probably the weakest character in the show who I just felt had no importance. He just felt like he existed. Luckily, season three is arguably the best season by many fans, including myself. Although I argue, I remember thinking that season six was the best, but then I was like, no, I only did that because it's the highest rated one to my list. My personal favorite season is season three or four. They they are the best. Uh, yeah. Next up is <laughs> still Parks and Rec. Yeah, so I'll talk about season three a bit more. Season three is really good because they introduced Mark and Chris, who um. Ben and Chris, why did I just say Mark? Oh no, Mark's a weaker character that got, um, <laughs> removed. Silly me. Uh, my, Ben and Chris are really good characters, especially Ben with Leslie and that, which they expand further on in Season 4, and then Season 5 has the best ending. I just love these, so it's one of my favourite shows ever up there of Community, Seasons 2, and up to the first half of Season 4 of Superstore. Yeah, what did you all think of Superstore's ending? I really liked it. I finished it last night. Personally, I found this the part, like, season 5 to be awful, season 6 just to be okay. But the finale was really good, so share your opinions at anotherbiteideas at gmail.com. If I don't respond, that's likely because A, I'm not on my emails, or B, somehow this got successful and I'm reading all of them. And, or um, you emailed me around a time where I'm very sleepy, because... Or I got banned from my laptop for misbehavior. Yeah. So. Oh, next is the Predator movies. Yeah, I haven't seen these yet. They're supposed to be really good. I know lots of people love Predator. 
So yeah, I'll finish off here and I'll get to the Q section next. Hello, I am back and we are in the Q section, which is a question about of empty letters. R is for Rocky's 1-2 Balboa, which I haven't seen. I'm very sorry about that. I know that anyone that likes movies will say, the first Rocky, I don't know, they'll say that the first Rocky's great. I really do want to see these movies. I just look at um, the box set and like, oh, that's a beautiful box set. It's a, actually quite an old box set, because if you don't know, all of my DVD collection has been offered. Some of my family members are just like, oh, we use Netflix now so you can have DVDs. Or back before we didn't have Netflix in my family, we I got a lot of DVDs. So the Rocky one, I think Dad got it, because he really likes um, my his DVDs. Uh, he's a big fan of the Rocky movies. He says that the first one's great, although some of the sequels are pretty awful. He says, <laughs> Rocky Five. Sorry, I had something in my throat. I know a lot of people say bad stuff about Rocky Five. S is the most crowded section yet. Because I have a lot of things to say about these movies. Because either they're very special. S is for my very long lasting Blu-ray. That is going to be taken back to the store soon. Because I'm going to exchange it for a DVD. And that is Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. Before I say goodbye to my one and only Blu-ray. Because um, Blu-ray players are just so goddamn expensive. Seriously. Why are they so expensive? I get that they probably think that people are going to take advantage of it and like buy movies on DVD and Blu-ray and that, but I really hate the price of Blu-rays. I can get a DVD player for 35 bucks at Big Job. Meanwhile, they're 80 bucks there as well. So annoying. Now, back to the actual thing instead of Blu-rays. Scott Pilgrim vs. The World used to be my favorite movie of all time. Although some things have changed, like I feel like Michael Sarah doesn't perfectly capture the magic that the Scott character did in the comics, as Scott is a bit, is more of like an asshole who quickly realizes mistakes at the end. Meanwhile, this Scott's sort of like a nervous guy that just doesn't realize what he's doing wrong. So I feel like that should have been improved. Uh, it's got some of the best visual effects. They're doing a 10th anniversary re-release, which I don't think is happening in Australia. So I'm I'm really sad about that. I adore this movie. It's my favorite comic book movie ever. I ended up buying the comic books because I enjoyed the film so much. My next DVD is one of my top five movies of all time. It's Scream. Oh my god. I'm a big Wes Craven fan. I love Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm a big fan of Wes Craven's new Nightmare. I really like the Nightmare movies he works on. But this is his best film. Nightmare on Elm Street, as much as I love it, I think Scream's just a tad bit better. It's an absolute joy to watch because it's a horror comedy, so that means you can have good laugh-out-loud moments, but you can also relax. Like, that opening is just terrifying. I genuinely think it's probably the scariest opening to any movie I've ever seen. It is really well done. I really like how um, they are like, oh, Drew Barrymore's going to be the main character. It's super smart. It does sort of like um, Psycho did where it's like, oh, you're following this character, and then you see them get kicked out really quickly, so um, I really like that. It's an absolutely amazing film. I highly recommend it to anyone that just wants to watch a good horror movie. Or, yeah, it's very common in the opinion or cliche to like this movie, but I cannot blame them. It is an amazing movie. I also have the sequel, so I'll talk about them. Scream 2 is an absolute classic of a sequel, but although it sometimes feels like it's a rushed and bigger budget than the rehash of the original, despite being very good on its own. Scream 3 is not an absolute classic sequel which fails on almost every level with out of this world concepts, really bad twists, and the truth is, the Scream movies are meant to be meta. This has dumb ideas, like a goddamn voice changer that if you put your, if you record someone's voice, you can use their voice now. It's 
ridiculous and way too stupid. The killer is terrible, and the twist about him is, oh, one of my least favorite twists in any movie. This is starting to get into the following of some people stating that they really like it. I just don't understand that. It, I think it's a terrible movie. It's just not good. Scream 4 is my personal favorite of the Scream sequels, as it does a great job modernizing the f franchise, and also brings out great new characters. Please let Kirby be in Scream 5. Um, my only problem is, I don't know, the way it's shot, it's like, looks like there's something on the screen, it looks really oddly shot. Uh, the killers are great in my opinion, I know a lot of people are like, oh, what about Charlie, he was a great killer. I don't understand that, I think Jill is a great killer, I will, if you've seen this movie, sorry if I just spoiled that for you, but hope, yeah, so I'll definitely add a spoiler warning in the description, so yeah. Of course, most people will have already gotten up to here and they've been annoyed by all the spoilers. So, um, I've mucked up there. Uh, Scream 4 is overall a great movie, apart from a few problems like a weird way it's shot, a not so... You know, it's actually a great movie. I really like it. It doesn't deserve that low of a rating on Tomatoes. I think it deserves a 70%. Yeah. Next is Scrub Season 7. This is the weakest of the original Scrub Season seasons, because it sort of struggles with some weaker concepts, uh, being trapped in a thing called a writer's strike, where, which basically just meant they ran out of a lot of things. A really weird episode involving knights and princesses, which was surprisingly fun, but also really weird. Uh, one, I, I'm not sure if it was in this season, but, um, spoiler warning, Dr. Cox gets his son to bully JD's son, and it's just one of the funniest things the show's ever done. I absolutely love it, and I crack up every time I watch it. <laughs> but this is a godlike season compared to that, um, thing. That was, um, season 9. We don't talk about season 9. Alright, next up is Shaun of the Dead. One of my favourite Edgar Wright movies. This is a really good movie. Edgar Wright is my favourite director. Because as you see, I've got Scott Pilgrim. I've got Hot Fuzz. I plan to get Baby Driver after I watch it and see if I want it or not. Apart from World's End, which was a bit disappointing. It, it wasn't bad, but it, just, it was just meh. He is my favourite director. This is one of my favourite British horror movies. I think it is the best, honestly. Best British horror movie. It's one that my family loves, especially my sister is and a big fan of gore and horror. So, um, it's very much a family beloved thing, like The Lost Boys. We love this movie with all our hearts. It's a very special thing, as it's sort of one of my first horror movies up there for Evil Dead 2 and, um... Zombie Land. Something I can think of the undead horror movies. Even though I'm not a big fan. I will probably speaking of um dead, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead trailer came out yesterday. And yeah, I hope a lot of people liked it. I know that I did, I thought it was an interesting trailer. I am gonna watch it when it comes out. I might rent I haven't seen Dawn of the Dead two thousand and four was it? I'm not sure. But I will check it out just so I can get an idea of what Army of the Dead is right. Maybe I'll look up if I need to watch Army of the Dead or more. Because I think it looks really fun. Oh yeah, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard came out. It said there isn't no the. It's just Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Which just sounds so awkward in my opinion. I haven't seen, I know my my old grandma, like my great grandma. For some reason has Hitman's Bodyguard on DVD. Which I just find so odd. Also kind of funny. Because I just never expected her to own an MA15 Plus movie. Yeah. So yeah, Shaun of the Dead's a good movie. I'm really excited. 
course, its only downside is that, well, it is not the one I'm going to rewatch the most. I will probably put on Hot Fuzz a bit more or Scott Pilgrim. Whew, next up is Sherlock. This is the Benedict Cumberbatch series. I didn't bother watching because I haven't. I just got my hands on it. It was a DVD. Um, my not great nan, my just my nan gave it to me. I heard it's a good show. Next up is Seven of the Nine Star Wars movies. Technically eight because I do own the Last Jedi DVD, but we lost it. Huh, my favorite of these is The Empire Strikes Back. You'll probably hear me mention that a lot, and if you're in my family, you know me like. Did I mention The Empire Strike Back is my favorite? And and eventually my dad just told me, Tig, we know you've told us ten times, and I'm like, but did I mention it to you? Yeah. Least favorite is Attack of the Clones. I'll do a ranking when the Book of Boba Fett comes out. Nothing for T. You nope. V V is for Vendetta. This was um done by the Wachowskis from what I've learned, so that has interested me a bit. W. Ah, finally a, f a bit of a packed hero. Oh wait, I haven't seen Warland or a bunch of seasons of Westering. And then we have what comes after W X. I have no movie starting with X. Why? You guessed it. None at all. Oh God, Z. Nope. Ugh. I guess I could. Give a film that I like that starts with Z. Zoolander. That's a good movie. Overall, thank you for listening. I hope you haven't suffered a brain aneurysm or lost several brain cells from the lack of empty... Lack of full leathers, I could say. Overall, have a nice day. Uh, Bite Size Duo on Twitter if you just want to get updates. Another Vita Ideas at gmail.com for feedback and ideas. Have a nice day. Uh, next week, I'll be reviewing Chips with my dad. And overall, have a good one.